This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Goon Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series. Joining you at 8 a.m. every single day, keeping you up to date with all the latest Arsenal news and views and information around transfers. I hope you're enjoying your week. I hope you're having a fantastic time. And as always, if you could drop a like on the video, that would be very, very much appreciated. Uh, apologies for the slight late start. I'm still not over this uh, cough situation. And there's times where I just have to literally try and cough a lung up, it seems. Um, but I'm hoping I'm now being able to get all that out of the way so we can just have a smooth show for the next 20 or so minutes. Thank you to everyone that joined us last night uh, for a really interesting discussion about Eddie and Ketia. Uh, it was a really... I think it was an enlightening show. It was a good show to get views and discussions going on. I think it was a bit revealing as well. Um, And you'll understand what I mean if you go and watch that. Um, So do go and check it out. I'll speak more about that in a second. Uh, And happy Father's Day, of course, to everybody who is celebrating that today. I, of course, therefore had to wear the Arsenal Fathers shirt, obviously. Um, So thank you to everyone that's tuning in. Drop a like on the video if you're new. Subscribe to the channel as well. And without further ado, let's crack on with today's stories after saying good morning to people in the chat box. Good morning to Matt, to Simon, to Jose, to Nick, to Ian, to Olu. Hope you're all doing good and well. To Trag, to Paul, uh, Matt Thornton, Red Star. Good morning to you, NSW, Connor, Alison, Damien, uh, away folk. Good morning, guys. Hope you're all doing good and well. Uh, Michael, Brad, Constantine, Knuckles, Stevie, and Ifer Village. Good morning, guys. Hope you're all enjoying uh, the warm weather a lot more than I am. That's uh, that's for sure. Uh, let's crack on with today's stories, though, by telling you first that this afternoon, this evening, six o'clock, I think, uh, around that time, we'll be doing a tactical breakdown on Marquinhos. Uh, got ourselves some expert insight for that. Looking forward to giving you all the updates on who our brand new signing is. We haven't been able to cover him in lots of detail so far on the channel. So tonight we'll be doing that. Tomorrow, I'm hoping to have a Lissandro Martinez breakdown for you guys as well. But tonight, Marquinhos is getting a breakdown. Uh, so we'll be looking into some of his stats, some of his performances, and with the usual expert insight 
as well. So make sure you're subscribed to get that content. Now, as I mentioned, Eddie Nketiah signed a brand new contract to Arsenal yesterday. Uh, he was also given the number 14 shirt. It's unclear whether or not he demanded as that as kind of part of the uh, process of signing a new deal or whether or not it was kind of rewarded to him. It's not yet known as of yet, but we talked about it at length in yesterday's Let's Talk Arsenal phone-in show with a couple of guests and also focusing on specifically the reaction and the abuse that has been targeted at Eddie, the club, the manager, name whoever you like, just the ongoing abuse that is part of Arsenal fandom, unfortunately, at this stage. If you want to go and get more of my thoughts and feelings around that and see the hypocrisy and irony of the abusers, it's a really worthy watch if you haven't already done so. There's already nearly about 10,000 of you that have watched it. I know, but thank you for that. Now, Ainsley Maitland-Niles looks to be closing on a potential move to Nottingham Forest for next season. This would, with some kind of irony, allow Jed Spence, of course, to push through that deal to Tottenham. Nottingham Forest did want to sign Jed Spence for another year, uh, but Spurs are very much keen on getting Jed Spence into the club before the start of next season. Maitland-Niles would effectively be his replacement. Can play, of course, in that right wing-back slot. Can play in a right-back slot, left-back, left-wing-back, central midfield. He's a very versatile player. If Arsenal can get a very decent fee for Maitland-Niles, it would be a welcome uh, kind of boost to Arsenal's finances this summer. Uh, so hopefully this is a deal that can get done fairly swiftly and Arsenal can get a few more coffers in the bank for next year. Uh, now, Alessandro Martinez continues to be very strongly linked with, of course, a move to Arsenal. The Argentinian international and uh, Ajax defender plays centre-back, can play left-back, can even play in defensive midfield. We'll be covering, as I said, in a lot more detail and breakdown in tomorrow's tactical breakdown show. Um, but he uh, looks to be still very much on Arsenal's radar. It's not quite and down since Arsenal had that bid rejected. They're pushing to try and sort that deal. Sky reported that that first bid came towards the end of May. So it's been a few weeks since that bid was rejected. But Arsenal continue to see him as their priority and they will return with another bid. Eric Ten Hag, who of course was his former manager at Ajax and now moved to Manchester United, has asked to be updated on his situation he might not want to lose out on signing him or seeing him go to a potential Premier League rival. So Arsenal could seemingly have some competition in trying to sign Martinez. Uh, but I've spoken to a fair few Ajax-based people now and they think he's worth well around the 50 million euro figure. Um, so Arsenal may be getting a bit of a bargain if they end up getting him for the 40 million euro figure rather than the, the 50, it seems. But uh, it would be quite the signing if Arsenal managed to pull it off Let's see if indeed they can end up doing it. Uh, now, Rafinha, who continues to be one of Arsenal's main and priority targets at the moment. Barcelona's interest in him seemingly hasn't yet called. Uh, it was reported that Joan Laporta still kind of reassured Rafinha that he remains one of their priority targets this summer. The issue is, is the 50 million plus price tag is a bit of a problem for the Blaugrana. Um, Arsenal don't necessarily have a problem with that price tag. Arsenal are very, very interested in signing Rafinha. I think this is obviously a very positive look, even if Arsenal say don't end up getting him, that they do still want to sign that wide forward. Uh, that intention to go out and sign a player in that position obviously is, is encouraging. If we don't end up getting Rafinha, hopefully it means that we go and get someone else instead. But Rafinha certainly still remains Arsenal's clear wide forward target this summer. But as I've mentioned a number of times when we've talked about it, it is a story that is expected to kind of trundle onwards throughout the rest of the window. Uh, I wouldn't expect a quick resolution on that. 
Now, Gabriel Jesus, who is our headline story today, Arsenal are, as reports suggest, expected to try and tie up both a double deal for him and Lissandro Martinez within the space of the next couple of weeks. I think that's probably a bit optimistic on the Martinez side of things, but it's not necessarily on the Jesus. We've talked about this at length. We've said that the deal has been effectively agreed by this point. Uh, a good friend of mine, Hugh Izzy, uh, sending out a very teasing tweet yesterday on Twitter um, with some very, very reliable sources, of course. But uh, Jesus is a player that uh, we are expecting to make the switch to Arsenal. Hopefully it's one that we can see announced very, very soon. Uh, he's now away on holiday with his family. It's said that that was kind of done knowing that his future had been resolved. I don't know if the medical has been done, any kind of pictures done, or it's been officially sorted, or whether that will wait until he returns from holiday. But it is expected that this deal is is effectively agreed by this point between the two parties and with Arsenal and Manchester City, uh, all but agreed with their side of things too. So we're very confident this is a deal that will get done. Um, it's just our daily Jesus update for you guys because uh, whilst he's not been signed, I know that you'll want updates on him. And the final mention uh, at the moment is going to Mikel Arteta. There's been some reports throughout the media in the last week or so that Arsenal spending could go above the £200 million figure. It's not really surprising considering the players that we're being linked to right now. Jesus, £40 million. Lissandra Martinez, £35 million. Uh, Rafinha, £50 million. We've already signed Turner for around £5 million. Uh, we've also been linked to the likes of Zinchenko. Tielemans, of course, could be a 20 plus million pound signing and 25, 30 million pounds. You know, you're starting to see this build up. Uh, Eddie and Ketia's contract certainly builds into that with signing on fees and the wages that we're committing to that. You could easily see this being a summer that goes towards the 150, 200 million pound figure end of the transfer scale. It'd hardly be like we could question whether or not the club are really intending on backing Arteta. They have that intention, it seems, at the start of the window. We've now got to see it be put into practice. But there are reports that Arsenal are looking to spend that much. I don't think it's any kind of revelation that Arsenal are looking to spend this much. We've discussed on the channel for quite a length of time talking specifically about how we've expected Arsenal to go uh, around or if not more than the, what they spent during 2021 as they continue to try and like push through this process, improve and progress with what they've already achieved from last season. It was expected that they thought they would finish around fifth. Uh, you know, Champions League was an overachievement in their eyes and therefore this plan that they are putting into place is what they've always aimed at having with a lot of Premier League proven talent being targeted by the club. And that completes all of today's stories, uh, which means we're going to move over to you guys in the chat box and your questions. Um, so if you've got any questions you'd like to throw into the chat box, this is your time to do so. So we'll do that after this very short break. Okay, then let's jump into the chat and have an attempt at trying to go through some of your questions. I'm sure there's already plenty of them. Uh, Connor uh, Lang says, uh, people say Martinez is a centre-back slash left-back, but he has the perfect profile to play in the Xhaka midfield position, which he has played before. Where do you think Arteta will play him? I think he will play in those centre-back left-back slots, to be honest, Connor. I'm not saying that he won't deputise maybe sometimes in the central part of midfield. I don't think that's you know completely out of the question, and I agree with you. He actually has played there you know, for Ajax, has played in defensive midfield in Europe, I think, specifically. Um, but I do see him as kind of that perfect foil to uh, to Tierney and the perfect kind of balance option that Tommy Asu provides on the right. Arteta likes these kind of disciplined, 
more defensive fullbacks that can offer a little bit going forwards. And trust me, Martinez does offer something going forwards. That's why he's got the amount of assists and goals that he does for the club. But I also think what it's important to point out is that he can play that more disciplined style defensive role at both centre-back and left-back. And I think that's what Arteta's looking for. In addition to kind of his mentality, his aggression, his tenacity, he's a very, very energetic player. So... All of those traits certainly stand out for him at the moment. Uh, Knuckles, there's no uh, update on Ozzyman at this stage. Sorry, that's why we didn't include it in today's list. There's no movement on that. John says, Tom, have you heard any updates on what you're inferring about Tielemans? You still of the idea that it's up in the air? It is. It's still very much like this. I said this on the, the phone-in show yesterday uh, with Oso, I think it was. Um, yeah, there's there's been no movement. I saw some claims that it's still close yesterday, but that's not the case. The, you know, it's not in a, in what I would describe as an advanced stage by any shape or or means. That that's the last I've heard. You know, that was what I I heard a couple of days ago. There's been no update at all on this end. It doesn't mean that nothing has happened. It just means that the, you know where I've heard that from has has heard nothing extra as well. Um, I'm really hoping it's a deal that we do, Tillemans. I hope it's a deal that Arsenal get done. It's not to say that it won't happen. It's just to say that there's been some issues um, and that's why we've not seen the deal progress. Who knows? Maybe we'll get some good news today come out of the ether. Uh, fingers crossed that we do because I want it to be a deal that gets done this summer. Um, no Sleep says, if we get Martinez, surely that'll be the end of Zinchenko. Most probably. Uh, Luke says, hey, Tom, do you think that online backlash that has uh, followed Eddie's contract announcement and shirt number will have an impact on his confidence next season? I hope not. And to be honest, I don't necessarily think it will because he has faced criticism. He has faced idiots online commenting on his post saying, don't renew your contract, don't sign your deal. Genuine idiots. If you ever want to see the definition of idiocy, then you can go and look at the replies or some videos online. Um, But uh, I think he'll be fine. He's got the confidence to go and what I think demands that number 14 shirt and ask to that to be part of the reason why he would renew his deal. He's a confident kid and he's always backed himself and I'm hoping that we see the best of him next season and I'm sure that we will. Byron says, I rate with enough the signings we can get top four, but they need to be the correct signings. Would you agree? Yeah, we can't waste money. That's something that we've done time after time at Arsenal is waste money on players that aren't going to improve us. We need to sign players that are going to take us forwards and the ones we're being linked to, certainly I feel at least, achieve that. Avanash says some of the late rumours uh, or the late transfers might come down to sorting out outgoings first. Could that be detrimental as things are going right now? Um, it's still early. We are expecting players to leave. Nicolas Pepe is quite a big one. And when we'd be a link to Rafinha, you would think if Arsenal could move him on, it would speed up the process that they would be willing to go and buy someone like Rafinha or at least bid for him and try and accelerate their plans. He changed his agent, did Pepe. He wants to move on. There's a intent for both parties, the club and the player, to try and find him a new club this summer. Let's see. But the, the offers and public uh, offers, at least, or what's been information-wise, has been very quiet indeed on the Pepe front. I'll be surprised if he doesn't return for pre-season. Um, sorry, I'll be surprised if he doesn't return to Arsenal um, for pre-season before kind of sorting out a move. I feel like this is one that could run a little bit later on into the window as clubs look for cheaper opportunities towards the end, which Pepe may fall into that category, unfortunately, for Arsenal's finances, at least. Uh, Yassir says, Tom, let's say if we sign Vieira, Rafinha, Martinez, Tillemans and Jesus, what would your objective be for next season? It's always the same. 
You know, we have to progress. We have to qualify for the Champions League. That is my expectation for next season. We must either win the Europa League or finish in the top four. That is the minimum expectation for me next season. And making those signings is certainly positioning ourselves, hopefully, to try and achieve that. Drizzy says, uh, with the quality of depth options we might have, what's a reasonable run in terms of cups and Europa? You know, we have to try and win the Europa League, as I've mentioned. The cup competitions, the League Cup, I've always just said, go as far as you can. The FA Cup, go and try and win it. You know, League Cup, I'm not as fussed about. It's still a big competition, sure, but my priorities are certainly the league, the cha- uh, the getting into the Champions League through either winning the Europa League or top four, and then the FA Cup. The League Cup comes after all of those. So, you know, for me, it ha- absolutely has to be trying to get into the Champions League as a priority, but we've got to try and push ourselves through the cup competitions as best as possible. And we're adding depth, you know, we're adding competition to the squad, which is important. AJ Guna says, morning, Tom, hope you're feeling a bit better. Thanks, mate. Um, I don't think it's... Um, it doesn't seem to be one of those things you get over quite quickly, unfortunately. If our window consisted of Turner, Martinez, Tielemans, Vieira, Rafinha, Jesus and Marquinhos, what rating would you give it out of 10? I mean, I asked for seven signings. I said, I wanted a goalkeeper. I wanted a versatile fullback. I wanted two central midfielders, uh, including kind of, you know, not just eights, but, you know, versatile options. Uh, and I wanted three forwards, including, you know, a wide forward. What we do there is we've signed a goalkeeper, a defender, two midfielders, a wide forward, Jesus. You've got Marquinhos, but you've also renewed Eddie's contract. So I give it a 9 out of 10. Um, I think it would have been a 10 out of 10 if we had assigned a striker instead of maybe renewing Enketia, but I'm fine with that. So a 9, 9.5 out of 10, I think it would have been a 10 if we had assigned that striker instead of, you know, um, renewing the contract. But I think it's still a very, very strong window indeed. Uh, Christopher says, Tom, how much do people think Arsenal are asking for Pepe? I think people think Arsenal should be getting upwards of 25 million. In reality, I think Arsenal are going to be lucky to get 20 mil for Pepe this summer. I actually have a feeling he may go out on loan with an option or an obligation to buy. Uh, That's probably what will happen in the end because people just don't and aren't willing to pay the players' wages. You know, we put him on 140-odd grand a week. That makes it a very, very difficult deal for Arsenal to try and convince, especially if Pepe's not willing to take a pay cut. Uh, Oli says, hey, Tom, if we get all our main targets, do you still think January was a failure? Yeah, because we didn't qualify for the Champions League and the opportunity was there, Olu. Um, You know, if we'd have succeeded in January, we could be talking about a Champions League summer. Um, I'm not saying there would have been panic buys because a panic buy wouldn't necessarily be a successful January window. So a panic buy in January could still constitute a failure of the January window. So it it could have got us Champions League. So I'm never going to say that January would have been a success, whatever we do this summer, because we could have been talking about Champions League football this season. Um, Frantishek says, I hope you're feeling better, Tom. Thanks, mate. And thanks for the donation. Just want to say it baffles me how the fans of this club can be abusive towards anyone. The, uh, The core of the values of Arsenal is to respect people. If you can't do that, are you an Arsenal fan? And the answer to your question is no, you're not. If you are abusing and if you are sending messages directly to the club or to the players or to the manager or whoever, putting them down, you are not an Arsenal. It's not being an Arsenal fan. It's just not part of it. Um, you can criticise, absolutely. And there is a line between criticism and abuse. And if you cross that line, you are going against the nature of being an Arsenal supporter. It's as simple 
as that well said František because that is the way that it goes uh, Suleiman says I don't understand the hype behind Jesus he is at best slightly better than average that said I will support him I think that's mad to describe him as slightly better than average I mean tell me who you think is an average striker Suleiman that gives me a little bit of relative context to who you think Jesus is slightly better than so what would you describe as a slightly or just an average striker let me know uh, Chriselle says, how long has a Skamaka dream been a thing? Uh, I think Arsenal have had a, an interest in him for quite some time. They followed him for quite some time and scouted him, but he looks much closer to PSG at this point than anything like a possible move to Arsenal. Uh, Dave says, I'm not feeling Rafinha personally. Let us know why, Dave, in the comments. I'm curious. I think he's a very talented footballer. I know there are attitude kind of questions around him about his behaviour on the pitch, but I think in terms of raw quality, he is certainly something that would add something to Arsenal. Uh, you see, so said, Tom, what's your expectation for Eddie? I think he has to try and target 10-plus Premier League goals next season um, because, of course, we're bringing in a striker, you'd think. We're bringing in another wide forward, it seems, as well. He's going to have competition for places. 20 goals across the season, 10 in the Premier League. I think that would be a really solid return for Nketiah next year uh, dad thanks for your question i'm feeling a bit better not fully recovered by any means but uh we're we're waking our way through uh i'm, st- I'm back to work today so that's going to be interesting I'm trying to get through a day of work as well uh phil uh Feliz, uh says who would you be your affinity alternative i'd go for someone like cody gakpo and as chrishell says uh is there any extra links to him but no they've gone pretty darn quiet musa diaby would be another good option or pedro Gonçalves. Uh, at uh, Sporting Lisbon as another possible alternative as well. Uh, Hayo says, get Gnabry ahead of Rafinha for 45. I don't think Gnabry is realistic, unfortunately. Uh, Joseph says, where is Austin, the player we bought from the USA? He should be joining the club in the coming weeks. He should be at Arsenal for pre-season. He is expected to go out on loan, though, this year. So we probably won't see him at Arsenal. Uh, He may go on the American tour. depends on when a loan deal is agreed. But the expectation was always for him to go out on loan this season. Joshua says, don't forget uh, Saka's contract. If it sorts out this summer, plus Marquinhos, it would be a 10 out of 10. Get well soon. So thanks, mate. Really appreciate that. And that is one of Arsenal's priorities this summer. They are trying to look to try and get that contract renewed. It is certainly one of the priorities that the club are working towards. I am going to wrap things up there. Apologies for slightly short, but I can already feel uh, the illness getting the better of me ever so slightly. So uh, do stick with me because I will be doing a show this afternoon and tomorrow uh, looking into uh, Marquinhos, of course. We'll be back tomorrow morning for the 8am show and then a breakdown on Lissandra Martinez I'm hoping to bring to you as well. Have a fantastic Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Drop a like on the video if you would be so kind. Subscribe to the channel if you are new as we try and push towards 40 thousand subscribers in fact i can even say that is matt but thank you so much for the support as always guys and uh, and for your kind comments as well they do not go amiss trust me i read them all uh, and go watch our show yesterday from eddie and ketia and the phone in that we did it was a really good watch thanks guys have a good day and as always up the arsenal <laughs>
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.